not great. And I think that really is only going to come in when you feel like the very top of the level. I guess maybe you're right. But um, anyway, I just also don't feel like I'm done doing what I want to do with but everything. So, so one does but that time is going around. Yeah, you have to be. You can do both. Yeah, I guess you're right. I would. I've always wanted to do a strongman competition, but ever since I was a teenager, my shoulder has been a huge problem for me. Yeah, it's a hap- most of it is shoulder and back. So yeah, and I used to have uh, a very good overhead press, and you know my presses have always been the best. But now I can't. I can barely do an overhead press. I'm sorry. Um, but all the other stuff I th- I would okay. really enjoy. Can you close that door for insect reasons? We can, yes. Although that is not an insect that will bite you. Just FYI. I do not care. I don't <laughs> it is an insect that will eat insects that do that. I do not you. care. It's all about girls or of growing up in somewhere. Yeah, I don't understand that comment or question either. I'm a fan of soccer. Here we go. I'm actually a more fan of soccer recently than I ever have been in my life. Soccer's great. Oh, what happened to our... To our what? Was it the fan one? Yeah, it was. Probably the dogs. He kicked it out. Oh, you rat bastard. Mm -hmm. No, I don't know what happened. It looks plugged it's in. It's fine actually. now. I'm oh, good. I'm good. Oh, it, oh, Wait, it, it totally unplugged. did come undone. Yeah. yeah, that's why. That's probably your fault. Yep. <laughs> Just put put the plug on the couch. There we go. There she is. Uh, oh, so back much better. To comfortable climates now. I have to go pee. Should we re- get some more chocolate to sample? Do it. <laughs> sure. I love chocolate. The, no, the no, orange, no. the orange packet is the uh, caramel stuff. I am not excited to try these, but let's I do am. it. I'm not like... And then everybody left, Kirby. Everybody fucking left. Do you want to come in here with me? Kirby, Kirby now. Kirby, Kirby. Move, move. Kirby. Ah, ah, ah. Oh my god, I can't get up on this couch! Uh, hey, hey Kerbers. Hey boys. Uh, everybody left. It's just us. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, this is asking for trouble. I haven't. I'm, I'm scared to. Yeah, this does not seem like a flavor I want to eat, but. Can I grab another one? What? Can I have another Of course. One? Have as many as you want. Dude, I will pick you up. Yeah, we'll, we'll just order more. It's fine. They're not expensive. I can We're not poor. Order I'm Venmoing you money. Fucking Diet Coke. I thought we were ordering pizza. <laughs> Do you want to order pizza? You know, I won't say that, but I am certainly hungry. Okay. Um, I am not, but what? You're not home? Uh, 
Yes. Do you, do you have the so, Jeopardies with Aaron Rodgers yes. recorded? I have so much pain giving this away. It's my favorite. Oh, God. Mike, would you mind switching seats for a second? Yes. We can totally do that. Oh. The answer to would you mind is no. Yeah, it's, yeah we, can, we can do that. Sorry. Sorry, I, I don't mean to excuse you, Reggie. Excuse you. Ooh, you no. Come on. Push, push. Reggie, come on. Come inside. Come inside. Come here. How come much? On. How much energy? Come on, good boy. Together? That's the question. Oh, you're gonna end up like me. Glue sides. Glue sides. How would you say that? Glucides or glucides? Which one? Glucose? Glucide. Colidrat. The Dutch is the other one. That's French. Kirby, dog. Kirby. Come here, bud. Dutch really looks a lot like German. It is German-like. That, that's the diet version of German. Someone help me get this good. dog. I can't wait. You? Okay. you got it. Oh, my Kirby. Kirby dog. He's so his eyes are black. It's, it's like sometimes it's hard to see. He has eyes. I know. I, I think I posted about that. I posted a picture one time of these are hamburger. Flavor. They're hamburger. Flavor. It yeah, tastes the like bag? a. It tastes like a double cheeseburger from McDonald's. Does it really? Yeah. I'm. That's, that's terrifying. I actually had one today. <laughs> I did. Well, we were waiting for you. I was starving, for? so we got a double quarter pounder. The bag. It's not here. I brought it out. I thought. To get back here. Oh, I have to put your phone there because the dog were keeping the mess of the phone. Doesn't look good. Hey, is the. Oh, here they are. Forgot to do the podcast. I figured. It's a, not important, though. I, I need you to, to tell us about these. It'll. About in the language that we don't speak or read. Uh, the. The Vertrauda Smart from Lay's Classic Burger Chips of Perfecting a Bucket and Hibbing Grip. The Vertrauda, the trusted flavor of Lay's Classic Burger Chips, uh, baked to perfection and deliciously spiced. Every chip is bursting with flavor. <laughs> this is hard. Is, not, the, is the word for baked crazy. and fried the same? Because these are not baked. I, we use baking, bucking as yeah. the verb, for frying and baking. Mm. Mm. Um, we use a lot of those words are just like difficult. I'm not a translator. I uh, remember I avoided languages. <laughs> I would eat the hell out of these. These. Yeah. So yeah. so what we do is you know I know what the flavor is. It's it's like pickles and um, like the Thousand Island dressing. Yeah, we have pickles is very popular. Chip. Like the th- like the Thousand Islands sweet dressing, that's what I'm getting. And that's some why it probably tastes like Big Macs because mm-hmm. of Big Mac sauce. It's just basically Thousand Island dressing. I had a Big Mac, two Big Macs last night. Here, did you use the coupon? Uh-oh, oh, <laughs> I left it on my fridge. Fuckers. So we all we also have things like a pizza flavor and like basically any type of fast food we put in chip flavor. When you lean forward, you take up like three quarters of the screen. Really? It's incredible. Yeah. 
Oh, do you want me to... No, 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 it's a, it's a good thing. No, you were, you were fine. I do not know what to do. I don't know what to do with I don't know what to do with my hands. My hands. Um, I don't know. I, I rotate. You don't have to... I'm fine. I'm fine being a force. As long as I'm still... Oh, yeah. It's because earlier I was sitting there, and then you... Right. I, whatever, wherever you're sitting, we have to move the camera, the camera to, to fit am, you on the screen. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> you're just so big. You're just so big. What do you want me to say to that? <laughs> uh, anyway. Sean. Are there lots of drug users in Belgium? Yes. You know? Antwerp is one of the cities with the most oh, cocaine uses in the world. Uh, there's there a lot of addiction issue in, in Belgium. Hmm, that's a good one. Um, so that was really my first question. Probably, but it's definitely not as either publicized or a problem as it is here. They're functioning we, perhaps more? We never had an opioid crisis like here. Okay. Um, or Portugal. Portugal, but I'm not saying it's not there because I definitely think it's there. We just don't hear that stuff's in the news constantly. Right. I think we do have issues with alcohol a lot because you know legal drinking age is 16 and nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> nobody. You would have to find people who actually knew that. Um, the bars will serve you. The, but yeah, alcohol, our entire university culture is based around drinking. Same as ours. Um, yeah, but we have good beer. <laughs> they drank shitty ones at those universities in the United States. And that's why probably I didn't, well, I didn't drink in college. I didn't, but uh, if I had, it would have been a reason not to go. Because no one wants to drink Coors Light or no. fucking Bud Light or... I Keystone Light. I wouldn't. I'd rather drink my own pee if I had to. I mean, that sounds disgusting. Also, disgusting. It's also disgusting, but so is that sh- nasty shit. Natty Light. That is disgusting. And yet, all Americans buy those light beers. I don't understand. Because you can understand. drink a lot of them. Just drink vodka at that point yeah. if you're trying to get drink water and then get some. But vodka. you can't get. But if you're going to a package, you have to go to a package store to get vodka. You can get beer. You can get light beer anywhere. There's a package store everywhere in the United States. Yeah, but it's still a pain in the ass. You can get, you can stop at the gas station. You have to. You, you have plausible deniability with beer, right? Like you can just pick up beer anywhere, right? But like if you're if you think, um, remember this southern hypocrite stuff that I was talking about, like. Oh, I, I can't, no, I can't, I can't go to, <laughs> no, I can't go to the, the package store, you know, I'm, I'm good, like, I don't, I don't drink alcohol. call it the L store. I don't drink alcohol, but I'll have a beer every now and again. Yeah. And so it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, yeah, sure. so like people, how dare you? they're not going to be, I'm not a vodka drinker, plus they probably think vodka is for homosexuals. Um, well, well, it is though, because <laughs> it comes in raspberry flavor. That's true. Like, so, um, and I like it, and I'm hanging out with homosexuals. So, you are. yeah, I'm what did you do with your life by association? <laughs> hey, how low could you fall? I you know, so Have such you a ever been to, like cute. prides and stuff. No, um, I didn't go start going into Atlanta until I was about 23. 
because I'm from about an hour northeast of Atlanta, and it's another country. So what was the big draw, the big city? Well, I just met other people that, you know, knew how to have a better time because I was not a very balanced person in my life. So I was either at the gym or at home eating or sleeping or at work. You know, I didn't have a lot of social fun because I had bad anxiety. Yeah. Um, I can see that. So as I've gotten older, it's gotten, I've, I've, I've faced these issues and now... You know, I'm able to have enjoy myself more, and Atlanta is a great place to enjoy yourself. I wouldn't know. It's my first time here. No, well, it's wide look open. what we're doing. It's wide open. <laughs> it's not closed at all. I'll tell you that. She's vaccinated. Well, then you're good to go. Let's, Fully vaccinated. But it's still not. But it's Atlanta no, is, doesn't have restrictions so much. But most I'm of the places will restrict up. themselves. Like out, yeah. Oh really? Like all those places are, are open full time? You full, think full? That they're wearing masks in Buckhead right now? Are you? I don't. Me? I don't. I don't consort with those people. I know, but that's <laughs> because like, I have dignity. It's like a novelty, and I'm 35. Exactly. I heard, <laughs> I heard about Buckhead earlier today. Wow, bougie. How was your flight from Boston? That's not a long flight. Boston Logan. Like two hours. Two hours, yeah. two hours and thirty minutes. No, it was a long flight. It was good. I, they're blocking off the middle seats. With Delta until the end of the month, which was saving grace because I discovered I don't fit in a normal seat anymore. But there's, I used to be able to get away with it. Post Corona, that is definitely not anymore a thing. That's mm. do, you I, need, do you use a seatbelt extender? Yeah, you do. But and I booked Comfort Plus because first was even more outrageously expensive. Yeah, and um, yeah, I, I'm just very thankful yeah. for uh, my shoulder, basically is halfway in the other seat like there's just no way around that yeah. and then my butt is you know that's on the other row <laughs> uh, <laughs> even the elbow room issue like last time i flew i was flying to little rock arkansas and back a lot a couple years ago for your work for my girlfriend that lived there oh and you know when i would usually i would always get lucky and have no one in the middle seat they would just put me. It's like they. It's like how did they know that I? I, I do that little yeah. dance. It's like I, there's a button they press yeah, when they see me. They do. Is it? Is no. It? But like, I usually like go it. to the gate and I'll be like, "Hey, I'm really big. Whoever right. is next to me is gonna have a terrible time. Is there any open seat I can sit next to?" Right. And often, you know, if they have it available, they will accommodate you. It's bad when there's somebody fatter. Wow. <laughs> or when it's a full flight. And Mark. when I fly to home, you know, to Belgium, that's a, that's two flights because no direct to Brussels. From Atlanta there is, but not from Boston. And, yeah, I know. <laughs> Come on, Atlanta! It's cheap to it from Atlanta. Oh, my God. It's half the price. Um, but, yeah, it's, a, it's an issue. All those flights are always full. And flying is just not comfortable. You fly to London first from Boston? Whatever, it's cheaper. London, Paris. Brussels is beautifully in the middle between London, Paris, Amsterdam, Cologne. So whatever, or even Frankfurt, you know, whatever flight is gets me there cheaper. Right. Usually it's Heathrow, but I think that is an abomination of an airport, so I try to avoid that. It's not great. Well, yeah. they have a great prime minister in the UK, Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson. You know, he's such a good, he's intelligent man. <laughs> he's got all the plans for the... 
You know, he's got everything well thought out. Well, oh, they're yeah. reopening because they had most of their country vaccinated, so they're not doing that bad. Yeah. It was not Boris Johnson. I was going to say, but that is NHS, though, right? <laughs> that man can't, can't comb his own hair. He is... No, but that's intentional. He does that on purpose. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, uh, John Oliver. Yes, yes. We've, we, we I'm a consume... huge fan of that show. Yeah. I watched it a couple days ago, that particular Oh, really? That <laughs> was from last season. Oh, yeah. Wow. I watched that in a lot of 60 Minutes on YouTube. Oh, yeah. I don't watch 60 Minutes. Uh, we watched the NCBC YouTube channel. <laughs> oh. Because we also don't get... We don't my parents people. love MSNBC. Uh, and I'm like, Mom, like... They're, they're always, oh, did you, oh, you caught Rachel Maddow last week, or last night, right? I'm like, oh, yeah. no, I don't, like, I love her, don't get me wrong, yeah. but, like, I'm not going to consume lots of content because, like, it's still biased, right? Like, it's still an interpretation. Well, it's still, yes, like, of course, however, their content on YouTube is digestible, short, and comes to the point. If yeah. you just watch the channel, she goes on for two hours. Yeah. Clip that into five YouTube videos. Yeah. Although Tell I th- me that's not amazing chocolate. It's really good. What is the Fox News YouTube like? I wouldn't even A cesspool, I'm sure. The co- imagine the comment section. Oh. Send them back to their countries. Yeah. That's probably what the kind of comment. There is no racism. Racism is not the issue. Oh God! If I hear him say that, one. there's a lot of com- confused white supremacist out there. You know, I was confused recently, uh, accused recently of being a white supremacist. Oh really? And I thought it was hilarious. Not kind of. Half of me thought it was hilarious. The other part was was appalled that I came off in that way because it was a stranger, and we were talking about ath- athletes around the world, and I said that the United States produces the best athletes. Yeah. Fair. Because of our genetic diversity. And you import brains from other countries. Exactly. We have the best of the best here in a lot of ways. And a lot of those best athletes, here's where I went white supremacist. A lot of the best athletes are of African descent. Okay. I'm not going to go, I'm not going to comment on any of that because I don't know. Um, You know, in certain ethnic groups, they're genetically... You know, they have attributes that more than other ethnic groups to make them excel at some. Like in South Sudan, they're so tall. You know, they're they're they'll be more prone to being good at basketball because sure. of their, their genetic height. But that's not racist to me. Well, this girl was also kind of stupid, oh, and okay. she was one of those people that might overuse the term. To me, the navigating quick to hit that button is yeah. a very difficult minefield. Yes, because I come from a country that is. Incredibly racist. Yeah. <laughs> and we don't realize just how much. And now that I can look from here, look back, uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. You a lot of people don't Saint, know. St. Nicholas and the Black Pete, it's a lot. Yeah. It's basically blackface, slavery outfit. And when Greece. did Belgium uh, outlaw slavery, do you know? We never had slaves. We were dominated by other countries. That's true. We Y'all were, were slaves. The basically. only colonial power we had was Congo, and we did a horrible job there with slavery. And Well, it wasn't slavery. They probably so killed more than they enslaved. Indentured service. service. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, it was horrifying. Horrifying what my ancestors did there. There was a lot of indentured servants, uh, white indentured servants in the early, in the early 
uh, was it the United States yet, but like from Ireland and yeah. you know, the <laughs> they all live in Boston now. <laughs> You're probably right. Yeah, you always Listen, heard about the Irish flights to Dublin, and Dublin's the only airport in Europe with an American TSA. So love that. Oh, weird. So when you fly, Wait, from Logan, when you, you fly Dublin and go from Dublin to anywhere in the U.S., you do your immigration in Dublin Airport. Oh, that's so weird. And so you, there's never a line because they take one plane at a time. Yeah. And so it goes, oh, 10 minutes, you're done. You basically plan your layover, an hour, you're good. If you land in Boston, you have to go through immigration with like a, a green card, not as a citizen. God, you're there for an hour. Yeah, it's hours. bad. It's yeah. really bad. Yeah. So flying through Dublin's amazing. Yeah, interesting. I don't even have a passport, so... Wait, what? Really? No, I've never been anywhere. I've been to Texas. That's another country. That's where half my family's from. That is another world. It was another country in 1836. I know. And I, I see that pop up regularly that they're thinking of. Seceding. No, yeah, like, not. Isn't it also the Republic of Texas? It was. Yeah. Or, okay. But it's, it's also California Republic. Yeah, the Cali- so, yeah it is true. Like, it's true. You, uh, <laughs> Yeah, no There's so many different, yeah, the, the Commonwealth of Virginia, for example. Massachusetts is all. A Commonwealth, yeah. I'm like, I don't even, I honestly don't even know what these terms mean, but like, they're all fucking states, so just like, get on with it. Who fucking cares what you call yourself? Of Rhode Island. Uh, is it really? Yeah, they changed it. They're, they're changed going, it. Had they they're going yet? to. I think they forwarded Very controversial. Because the plantations? Called, it was, it's like a the, long name. It's a long name. You can probably name, look it, it up. into the plantations of Rhode Island. Oh my god. But that, it that should not be its own state anyway, here's the let's thing. be real. They never had classic plantations. As I piss off like the it, entire state. It's named after settlers, settlements, which were called plantations mm. of settlers. So the, the meaning of the word doesn't mean what it means after that state was founded. And I find it ironic that when I read those articles, Nobody was basically asking Mitchum to change that. Wait. You know, no, there was no uprising. Nobody right. minded. Everybody knew the historical context. It just kind of looks bad. Here's an interesting question to ask you who did Me? not grow up in the United States. Oh. So in the South, there's this thing that a lot of, some Southerners are very proud of called the Confederacy. Oh, yeah. I've heard um, It was a group of people that basically um, lost, the Civil War. lost the Civil War. Exactly. Um but it definitely wasn't about slavery. It was about okay. It was about freedom. Slavery. <laughs> it was. Ta- tax- it's taxes exactly. is what they'll say. Your states' rights. Yeah, something ridiculous. But there are. I am related to Robert E. Lee. Okay, oh, cool. but that doesn't mean his goddamn statue should be up in the state capital of Virginia. If if it, if in Belgium there was a rebellion in Belgium and the the rebel. The general, the leading commander of the rebel army was defeated. Would there be statues of him all over Belgium, you think? So, um, let, me, let me answer that in two parts. First, let me go back to my, our history with Congo. The guy who created most of those atrocities was King Leopold II, yeah. the second mm-hmm. king. We've got statues all over the place of that man. Oh, really? Know? Like, oh, all over the place. We've got the biggest library in Belgium. Like, the man marbled Brussels on the the funds that came on the poor Congolese people's backs. So, yeah, we're very much dealing with that. Now, an insurrection in Belgium? I don't think that's really a thing. Like, <laughs> the losers. I read an article about a statue in Belgium that they wanted, somebody wanted to take it down. Probably the fucking news person that wrote it. 
It's probably a statue of Leopold because we're now oh, wrestling more and more with that history. We have an Africa museum that up until like 10 years ago was very cringy. But not to us, right? Because up until 1963, when, when the Belgians were kicked out of Congo, everybody was like thinking they're, we were doing an amazing thing for yeah. these people. I've had family members that are now deceased, but like my, my parents knew them that were there on mission teaching, I can't use the words, but like the people there, civilization. Yeah. Oh God. And they thought they were doing an amazing thing. Teaching them civilization. But like, I'm not, that's not the oh, word no. I want to use. I get like, what you're you know, Yeah. Like bring them kicking and screaming. But the way they did that was very patronizing, right? Where these white yeah, gods what? that are gonna tell you how to behave. What century act? is this? Oh, <laughs> uh, the 1950s. No, no, I know, it's just, like, my parents had these little statues in all stores, and I'm going to show them. And when I was a kid, my mom bought one of those things to display in our entry hall, because it was so nostalgic for her. And this is what it is. Yeah. I don't know if I want this in my Google search history. <laughs> I think about that stuff all the time. Like, what sort of cookies am I going to get? And or am I going to end up on a watch list? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. I'm like, I just want to do this to prove a point. I don't actually believe it. Look, this is a little thing where you put money in for the missions in Congo and it would nod. And so all, all stores had this. And my mom bought one of these because she thought it reminded her of her childhood. It's incredibly racist. Yeah, absolutely. I don't want to show it to you. It seems like something something you could find in the southern United States. Oh, for sure. And some old woman would just be like, oh, it just looks so cute. You know, not thinking. In the back room of an antique store. We can't display this, but we'll sell it to you. We've done immigration very badly, right? Like the U.S., you guys built your culture of immigration. And now there's a lot to do about the green card system, but I think it's beautiful. One year, too many Asians come in, or more people from Asians come in. Let's use the green card to even it out with more people from other regions. And so year after year, you create this quote-unquote uniform mix. We don't have that, right? We're a bunch of xenophobic idiots who basically trample over country in Africa, hate their guts now that they're in Belgium. We imported half of Northern Africa to do jobs that we didn't want to do, hate their guts that they're now there, and, and <laughs> Sounds the like lots is of not Europe. uniform, right? Like, I never had Asian friends growing up. There were no Asians. There was a little China there in Brussels without a manga store. That's all I knew. That's all I cared about. Yeah. But there was no eclectic mix. And so we're wrestling with very specific attitudes towards very specific people. Yeah. And, and they have no voice. And they're treated terribly. Yeah. yeah. And the people, my, my, my close family, I would never, they vote for the extreme left wing. They're, they're, my family's very, very, very green. And yet... The black people across the street are, are referred to with a with a term they also don't want to say on the camera, right. and they don't even see that that as a problem, right? Because that's well, because to them in. it's probably not offensive. It's just like the word that they use, but yeah, not but understanding it, it comes but if originally you're black, from a it's very incredibly offensive. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> not not to 
make this American centric, but we are an American. <laughs> we're in Atlanta. Uh, show your colors. Yeah, hey, people be an American at the table. We're gonna make it about us. Yeah. <laughs> people think the United States is such an, an overall intolerant and behind the times place, but I don't. They don't realize. Well, but a lot of people that live in the United States that call themselves progressives, they don't realize how things are in the rest of the of world. Of course. But there's good and there's bad, right? For healthcare, it wouldn't end up here. Right. But for, for attitudes, even if the racism thing isn't perfect here, it gets a lot of attention. And a lot of people work on making it better. Yeah. yeah. And, and right. you know, like, in my country, that's people are fighting tooth and nail to keep... I mean, let me, let me show you the next one. Ugh. But also, just because things are better here than the rest of the world doesn't mean that, like, that's good enough. You know look what look I mean? at that! Look at that! Every year on December sixth, this wow. guy comes to Saint Nick. Oh, Black give, Pete! Yeah, yeah. To give presents to kids. Yeah. And that's P I E T, right? Well, yeah. In Dutch, it's Swarte Piet. Swarte Piet. That'd be a no-no here. <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing, you know. You would never be able to run for 150 office. years, and people are fighting. This is not racism. He went through a chimney. Bitch. That's why he's black. That's why he's completely black. His lips are painted red, and he wears these giant hoopla earrings. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> this is bureau. Come on. Don't. Yeah. And right. I never saw that as a problem because I grew up. It's just a fairy tale. Every, every yeah, it's a fairy tale. We had a TV show where where a, a, a guy and he interviews Saint Nick, and like every year in the in coming kids would watch that. It's basically like what's it's like the Santa news or something. Yeah. And and so what's the problem here? And there's generations of people who've known this as not a problem, and now it's a problem? Yeah. How do you explain it to somebody 75? And that's, I think what you're talking about here, here. Is, it's, it's striking on a very, very important and salient point that people don't understand here because a lot of people who are uh, conservative who think that... Um, uh, All right, I need you in the picture. Sorry. <clears throat> there you go. There you go. Um, so, so people who are conservative here who don't think that um, racism is an issue would probably have the similar attitudes towards Zvorta Pete if we had something like that in our country. Um, although we do have some things like that too, but they're just like, oh, well, it doesn't mean anything, and oh, it's just, it's just a story. But they don't understand what that. First of all, where it comes from is from a, a bad place. But second of all, that. It's these little tiny things that add up to systemic transgenerational racism. Because what you're doing is you're tokenizing, yeah, right? Absolutely. And you're, it's informing decisions, it's informing opinions in your head that you don't realize that you have yes. that will inform your biases that affect real world shit. And I people think don't get that. Another big difference with the United States is that, you know, slavery was built into our, our, early, our early founding, our economy, you know. The, a lot of slavery was such an important part where like some of those governments of Europe which you know most of the how old's the government of Belgium I mean it's probably not that old is it 1930 yeah I mean they've had like you know France that's oh, our 1830 France is oh. on like the seventh Republic or some shit like that you know six or whatever you know that's they, they went through a lot of governments <laughs> the seventh Republic where are they are yeah but that's because 
you know, they went back to monarchy, yeah. and then Napoleon, and then an emperor, and then like, <laughs> like figure it out already. Yeah. Where we we actually, you know, if it wasn't for our government, Donald Trump very well could have taken over and been a dict- an absolute, uh, you know, a, tyrant. A tyrant. Yeah. He, but our government has got so many things built into it where he was not able to. Thank God. Okay. I'm going to draw, make this about me, because you have a belt in here now. Good. How many governments do you think my country has? Governments. Like, and I'm talking about a like state prime local. minister with a set of subset of sub-ministers with each your own cabinet and staff. 11 million people. Tiny little fingernail country in the middle of... If you compare it, you know, the, the United States, you have a state level and you have a federal level. Yeah. How many... Those are different governments to me. How many well, we do you have think local my local government? Yeah, so you have city. Yeah, but I'm, I'm local government doesn't call themselves a minister. You know, that's the level I'm talking. Oh. You're talking about like a, how a many mayor. ministers? Like, say how many ministers of health? Okay, so of public mean, health. Would would you think country my my country has? Um, it probably has way more than I think. Well, that's kind of the point of this question. But like, it'd be it'd be equivalent to like, like how many how many layers of, of the, are there? Yes. Um, right. how, so, many, how many layers? You mean? Well, that's kind of the crux of the question. Right? Well, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm trying to like, is this like a one through five layer thing or a ten through layer or what? Or is it like, about, how, are there like five hundred people or like so, what are you trying to act like? Uh, sorry, to before we like give her answer. State. If I'm a citizen of, of Massachusetts, the the relevant authorities that I would compare this to is yeah. the state level and the federal level. Okay, so there's probably. Like a county level, right? Oh yeah, probably, we have to uh, those, like towns. But I'm talking about, say, the coronavirus vaccine needs to be purchased, right? Yeah. Then you put your public health ministers in secretary. Yeah. You would put those together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And come up with a plan. How many of those people okay. would there be together? Okay, so country, Belgium. Yeah. Uh, then you have um, Flanders versus uh, Wallonia. So that's another one, surely. Mm-hmm. I would assume. Three. Uh, three, okay. And then there's um, sections, regions, I guess, within each one. Sort of accurate. Okay. And then I would guess that there are, so I'd say at least three or four layers. But I don't know what the number is. So you're almost correct. So we have a federal Belgian government, which is our primary one that deals with foreign affairs and the big yeah. budgets. Yep. Um, and then we have... Flanders. Yep. We have Wallonia, yep. which incorporates a little bit of a German speaking, but we have Brussels, which is a completely separate region that's officially oh, autonomous. Mostly French. And We're talking about regions like almost like No, states. they have, uh, we have a Brussels, there's yeah, kind of like states. So we have the state of Flanders, that we're not we called Flanders or Wallonia, right. the state of, but they have their yeah. own fully formed government, they have a whole set of authorities that they get to decide on like education and but not things like our armies, federal, you know, defense is federal. And so the, um... Oh my god, is that Slash? And sure is. Who is that? Um, I forget his name, but I could show you him on Facebook. I saw a picture. Anyway. Anyway, but so, then, so that's four. Because Brussels has his own health minister. He gets to decide, or she gets to decide over a tiny little territory. But it includes a ring road that produces a lot of pollution that all the other need, you know. So that's four. And then we have the three official languages have their own separate government. So we got seven. Wow. And so those languages are sort of by district, 
So it, the, the Flanders Region Language Unit also includes part of Brussels, which the other one doesn't include. And then the German ones have their own, and that's 200,000 people. And all these, all these people have to constantly translate everything in three languages back and forth and agree on things, which is the bigger part. What language do they use, then? Their own. The so will never speak all Dutch and vice versa. But so is it like a UN thing where they have a fucking thing, or they just they are speaking a language and they just know that the other people will understand it because most mostly that, like yeah. But there's a lot. Like every official document is vigorously translated. We we are absolute masters of bureaucracy. Like you have not seen bureaucracy <laughs> until you. I don't know. The United States is pretty damn good at. Well, you still do everything on paper. That's another right. Problem, but and we only have one real language to deal with. Well, we don't have an official language, but no, we have a, yeah. an unofficial language. Right. Um, but most of the politicians are not are not oh, Latino. Oh, John Clark, I know. John, him. yes, <laughs> yes. Thank you, thank you, John. I was like, I can picture you, but I don't remember what your name is because right, I'm and awful with did that. Did the Belgians get that style of government from the French? Mm, I think it grew historically. Like. We we fought the Dutch speaking the Flemish fought the French over language war cultural identity preservation of their culture whatever and then that goes back and forth whichever region's the richest one is the current leader in those discussions right I believe the Netherlands they have there's their Congress is the Diet right could be. I, I know. The, I know the Japanese one is called that too. So no, then it's not. That believe, but what's the Netherlands called? Can we oh, look I don't that fucking up? know. Can we look that up? Um, they have the one of the oldest in the world. What do you want me to look up? Netherlands government name? Sure. It's it's like the Congress though. It's like there's there there are national assembly. That's what it is. Okay. Great. Because, you know, the United States took a lot of ideas from them. I don't remember what it's called. We, we got a lot of... Our form of government comes from... Like, Napoleon divided us in provinces. Those are still relevant. There are mad more languages than I would have expected in... Although, I guess, it, in the Netherlands. But I guess it also includes, like... You know, their... That's what we do. Dude. The places, the we, we're colonies, tiny and irrelevant. So we need everybody else to speak there. Frisian, though, what the hell is Frisian? So the northern region of the Netherlands is its own subcountry, and <clears throat> they have their own official language, Frisian, and their own education system that teaches it to kids. Oh my gosh! And it's completely incomprehensible. So kind of like Wales, kind of like Wales, or, or Scotland. Yeah, well, but. Oh, I guess there is a Scottish language, and but even fewer people know Union, that. But yeah, they're still. Or well, but I, Irish is, is more. Cult, it's called a cultural. I don't know. It's like proto Dutch almost. Like okay. It's the form of it doesn't relate to anything else. Uh yeah, West. It's Germanic, West Germanic, Ingvionic, Anglo Frisian, and Frisian in terms of what is Ingvionic. So weird. Um. Oh, but also... Waves and gay. Shake and bacon. That's funny. Um, <laughs> wait, the that, other the other co-official... Are you overwhelmed by all this gayness yet? That's kind of... A, I think I could be a little more flaming. I'm an old pro at this point. Oh. Um, <laughs> did you know that... <laughs> Dutch Low Saxon. Yes. Yeah. That's another language. But I that's not... Know. That's just because... What... <laughs> so... I was talking earlier about this reality show, right? I speak Dutch words. We have a reality show called The Mole, 
and it's it's really good. Uh, it had a couple of American seasons. It's a Belgian production originally, and so they put ten people together, and they there's one of they make these challenges to make money, and one of them tries to counter them and has to figure out who it is, and those people come from all over Flanders, and Flanders is, you know, uh, I don't know, 200 kilometers wide, 250 kilometers wide, and I'm getting my husband to watch this, and he loves the show. It's very different from American reality. It's basically like a road trip buddy movie, and we got this version, this download with English subs, but there's Dutch subtitles everywhere. He goes, why would you subtitle your own language? Well, it's because I come from the middle of Flanders, and if I drive 15 to 20 kilometers to either side, I do not understand the dialects anymore. There's no way in hell that I can understand somebody from the western part of Flanders. I, I, it's like a different language to me. Yeah. And so those are all those dialects. That's so weird. Like, the I, National I, Assembly of the Netherlands called. Oh, I never, sorry. I got so... Got we, we, well, you it. also like completely pivoted off of it, so I... Uh, I think you did that. No, you have to talk about something else. He started reading our language. You did that. That's you. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, well, I brought that up. You're a bit of a petty one, aren't you? <laughs> no. I no, you guys were talking about being gay or something. You guys were talking about gay, gay shit. We were just killing time for you to come up with these The things. Hague holds the seats of the state. The Hague. This, oh, that's a city, though. That's no. a city. Well, what's it called? The, the, the Hague holds the seat of the state's general cabinet and supreme court. No, no, The Hague is literally a city. Den Haag. Den Haag, yeah. God. <laughs> I just know they have a soccer team there and be called Den Haag. Was like, yeah, oh, also that's the probably The Hague. Court of Inter- the Human Rights Court. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Well, that's how I but do it first. Did you, did you, was your Google search the National Assembly? Oh, for fuck's sake. I'm on the Wikipedia page. Okay. <laughs> national, whatever. Assembly. Assembly? Fine. Yes. Uh, Netherlands. I'll just misspell it. Netherlands, without the first E. All right, why don't I Google this? Because I can. House of Representatives, Netherlands, also known as the, is a W a, a V or is a W a W? Tweede Kamer. Yeah, Kamers. Tweede Kamer. Yeah, Tweede Kamer is the Tweede Kamer. Yeah, we call that the the Belgian one. We also call it the Kamer. It's like Congress. Der Staten General. But that's what we call ours. Yeah, but I mean, like, that's the equivalent term. Kamer literally means room, because these people would gather in room one yeah. and in room two. Yeah. So the second yeah. room was the people's representative, and they like, have a senate. Like a bicameral yeah, whatever. Yeah, exactly. where we got it. Yeah. That was the whole point of looking it up, because oh. we, the United States stole that. Okay. Just like we stole everything. Including our own life. Oh, yeah, I see, I see what like you we got We stole New York back from them. It's really cute when you go to Brooklyn and you see like there's there's street names and businesses that are Dutch that reference Dutch names. Like still? Well, the name Brooklyn is Brooklyn, right? It's that's true. Oh, and Harlem. And Harlem. Yeah, yeah. Dutch. It's the same thing. There's just two A's in the one in New York. After the Thirty Years' War. I have no idea. That's your history, not mine. I don't remember. It's not my history. Actually, yeah, you're right. I don't identify. I don't give a shit. Now I want to look this up. Um, Stuyvesant, I'm sure, is Ger- is Dutch. Yeah. Stuyvesant? S-T- uh, oh, the... Stu- yeah, I don't know. S-T-U-Y... Okay. The, the cigarettes? It's it's a part of New York. Or there's like Bedford-Stuyvesant. 
Stuyvesant Town. Okay. Anyway, um, the big one is Brooklyn because if you go there, there's like bakeries that are Dutch names. There's bars that have Dutch names and street names. Are, that's the one that I was most charmed by. You can do a, a Dutch walk through Brooklyn, guided by Dutch people. Oh, New Holland, uh, Hempstead, Hoboken. Hoboken. But that's I mean yeah. Oh, but we also have a Hoboken in Amsterdam. Ooh, there's let's see what Dutch. Oh, there's an Amsterdam, Georgia. What the fuck is that? Decatur County. There's so many Waterloo's. There are. There's a lot of Waterloo's. And that's, yeah, that's in Holland. And then people, I went to Canada and, you know, on my first travels in North America. And there was a Waterloo and I'm like, oh, look, Waterloo. And the people I was traveling with were like, the station in London. That's what it's named after. I'm like. <laughs> oh, what is uh, kill? What is this? What? Kill. K-I-L-L in Dutch. K-I. Is that a thing? To kill the verb? No, no, no. Like the like the word. Because I think there's all these oh, places with like one L. It had this word. Okay, like a creek or something. Oh, cold. oh well, no, yeah. <laughs> so kill means you know it's kill it's chilly. Uh huh. But if I say that about you, if I use that verb at you, you're yeah. a cold person, cold hard personality. You're uh, okay. Well, because there's all these places in New York like Batavia Kill, Batten Kill, Beaver Kill. Um, oh, I think that references older Dutch words that I like. Oh. Like Brooklyn, Brooklyn, that also comes from like something really old. Got Dutch it. is is much like English. Like we have old Dutch, medieval Dutch. We have lots of Dutch. Yeah, gotcha. I would always ask in school my English teachers, what? How early could I go back to That's England so where they I could understand them? And I could never get a fucking straight answer. That's a good question. I wouldn't know. I feel like if you're an English teacher, I want to know. They My husband's know. an English teacher. Maybe he knows. So we'll ask him tomorrow. He just went to bed. But in Dutch, we have like our oldest poem in Dutch. If you read that, I can't understand. Yeah. Like you can recognize words like time. You know, the Old English is unreadable completely compared to regular or modern English. No, bro. What's he googling now? You want? I don't know what he's googling. Uh, I'm just looking at li- list of names of Dutch origin in the United States. There's the, a lot. The two from Massachusetts are Leiden, or Leiden, L E Y D E N. Oh. And Milbro. L E Y suffering. That's a verb. Suffering. Okay. Interesting. Spring. Oh, it's part of Springfield. West. Yeah, yeah, I Springfield go, Mass. I don't go there. Here be, that's that. Here be dragons on the map. Like, oh, that's what that is. Okay. Yeah. So I, I once practically New York. Anthony Bourdain it? about Springfield, Massachusetts, and he goes, "The heroin capital." <laughs> like, oh, I'm okay, not supposed. Yeah. yeah. Great. Yeah. Wonderful. Come on, opiates. There. Yeah. Lament, Lem- how do you say Leminster? Leminster. Leminster. Yeah, I have not been there. The first time I said, Worcester. I said, Worcester. Yeah, we all do. And I just got laughed at. We all do. Like, when I was a kid, you know, it's an, it's an English village. Like, how am I supposed to know how I'm supposed to pronounce that? Yeah. It's that, it's that there's a meme that goes around in Belgium that's in all the, like an image, it's like a cartoon that's in all Facebook. And it says, uh, red, reading, reading, uh, and, and then the question is, which verb is appropriate for a book? And no matter what answer you pick, it's going to be another one. You know? Oh, you picked Reading. This is the name of the name. Yeah. How that's am I a town. To these things. Um, that's funny. Oh, I learned uh, because I was chewed out by a Dutchman. Um, but that. The, who? The, who? The, the, the cheat. Yeah, no. 
this was a long time ago. This was uh, in my backpacking days. Uh, that I and all Americans uh, mispronounced the famous cheese that's from Holland. Gouda. 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 Because first of all, the G is a H, yeah, which like explains why it's such a such a, a gorgeous language, Dutch. No. Um, <laughs> So I was being that's sarcastic. one of the big differences between Flem- Flemish and Dutch. Yeah. To us, Dutch Dutch also sounds like ha 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 ha. Yeah. <laughs> like like very. Ha ha ha. Yeah, they, they have a lot of souls. <laughs> and Flanders is, has a lot more French influences, so our our, our, our pronunciation is very different. But you know, to you guys, it all sounds like. It all, yeah. <laughs> I uh, when I was in college. I was bored one night because I didn't want to go out, and so I was just like in the in the days of just like going on LimeWire or whatever and just oh, downloading music. Bear share. Yeah, <laughs> and um, I was just like trying to find hip hop in a bunch of different languages. So I ended up finding like Finnish hip hop, which was cool, and uh, one of the ones was like Dutch hip hop, and it was from this is before Dance uh, Board, and um, which is different anyway. I know, but it was what I called uh, De Jugd van Tegen. Vordig, which means the youth of today, and then I found uh, out is now I'll pronounce yeah. it. Just, uh, just to hear the the youth from Tegenwoordig. <laughs> yeah, yeah to, it was a, This is the same right. thing, and, and, and yeah, right, because <laughs> the G's is so Spanish different. Spanish is but a, everything is, a bunch is of a throw yeah. in English. <laughs> no, not at all. The one that people struggle with the R, the rolling of the R, which oh, I never yeah. had a problem with. Um, I think it's a big feature of many Romance languages, which is helpful, um, but. Yeah, it's nothing. Nothing very fricative would be the term. Fricative. Fricative. The in in um, it's like where there's how do you describe it? it is it a linguistic term that talk like a h is a is a fricative? Um, hold on. Frick. Well, I speak English. Is America? America. Okay. Frick- no. A fricative consonant. Uh, are produced by forcing air through a narrow channel by placing placing two articulators close together. Um, so, like, in the I'm case of German, the final shoes. consonant of Bach. <laughs> so, like, Bach, for example. Bach? Yeah. This is like when he goes on about the Civil War for 45 minutes. This is I haven't, this is as far as I haven't done that in over six this months. This is as far <laughs> as I'm getting. Uh, unless I decide I want to tell you What do they more. call it in French when it's a nasally sound? There's a name for it. I speak the language, I don't know how um, it's... Fuck. Like, what sound are we talking Monsieur about? Crawford would be so... Uh, What's the name of a word? So you're talking about, like, the the linguistic term for... Uh, yes. But I don't even know what word... It's probably just a... Na- oh, uh... Mm. <sighs> Nasally sound, I don't know. You're not thinking like a diphthong, are you? No... That's a fun word. If, if you said the word, I'd be like, that's it. Well, of course, but then we'd already know the word, right? <laughs> Linguistic terms are funny. Genius. Um, What's your log press PR? 300, Chuck. 300? I was stuck at 290 forever, and I realized the way for me to PR is to not know that I'm doing it. So when I squat, yes. I, I have a, my best squat is uh, 635 for a double. And um, I was stuck at 590 forever. And then I realized that if I just had my coach just add plates and I just stayed under the bar, I could yeah. just keep going. Because it's all in the mind. And then at 635, I was doing a double and he was like, 
You just did 635, failed 650. Yeah. I just, and if he, if I hadn't known, because the video, you can clearly see me go up, up to get it right. over with. And log was the same. I struggled, struggled, struggled for every 10 pounds on that log. And um, in November, I wanted to pee because I knew I was getting into treatment. And, you know, I knew spring wasn't going to be fun. And so I told him I wanted to peak at the end of November to test my PRs. And when it came to log, I immediately was like, I don't even want to know. I'm not going to look at the plates. Just hide them from me and just let me do it. And yeah. then, of course, 300, he said, you just did 300. I'm like, fuck it. She's not told me. <laughs> does your coach train you in person? Uh, if I pay him. <laughs> but he, I go to his gym, so he's always around. That's nice. And so one of the perks of how he's the best he's the best person in the world but like he will always help he makes my program based on the equipment in his gym and so if there's some weird thing like i had this dimple deadlift thing the other day and i'm like eric fuck what are, like don't make me google this and he'll come and he'll show and he'll help yeah. and when somebody's pring or, or peaking he will come and cheer them on and help you Aww. know load and he's really he's like, like he's my age he, we differ a month he's my dad but like absolutely like that energy. I love the man. He I is. would love to have my trainer train with me, every, my coach train with me every day. Well, he doesn't. He yeah, doesn't, what's that like? <laughs> uh, he doesn't train with us though. Like he trains on his own. Yeah. But he's available for for us for every, and he will just randomly come and correct our form and, and all of that. He That's my it. dream is to own a gym and to be able to just uh, do whatever I want. I I, pref- I really enjoy training people in person, but it's kind of hard when you're not your own gym owner, unless you want to be a slave to whatever gym you're working for. I would co-own a gym with somebody. I think I would want to do that. I've thought about that for a while with, ironically, uh, Joe. Um, oh, really? Well, I brainstormed, but I... That, yeah, I... I, I yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, um, the problem that I see with that dream is profitability is it's it's not very good you open a a you don't open a gym to make money well my coach has been he has his new location for two years now and i think he turned a profit a couple months ago but i'm not saying ricky would make a profit right and i he has his wife is very successful and makes a lot of money and i think if she wasn't in the picture that would not Mm. There's a gym. Uh, it's it's a city in Massachusetts. Starts with an N. I don't remember what it's called, but there's a gym called MetFit. Yeah, <laughs> I love MetFit, dude. I was at the opening of that. I was. I uh, went there for a year and a half. I went there oh, uh, not long after they opened, and they were having a, a slingshot bench competition back in 2018. Dude, I've MetFit's 40 minutes from me. I it's a been cool there place. So many, well, I'll tell you what's not cool about them. They have no AC. <laughs> well, I was that's... right. It is native. Yeah, that's yeah, native. Yeah. I was yeah, right. I, I thought that was in New York. That's a passion project, right? So the guy who started that is gym, a fucking... He's... He has electronics patents. Yeah. And so he's a very successful electronics engineer, turned 55 and was like, I'm not doing this forever, got on all the steroids in the world, and opened his own gym. He bought all the equipment in there, brand new. Um, Good for him. Yeah, but he was very worried about breaking. When I first went there, Titan was closed and for a while, and I uh, needed a place that wasn't too far. 
And I heard that whole story about, oh my God, I'm going to need more members. I can't break even. This is terrible. And it, it's, it's a gym very nice similar gym. to ours. Ours is probably actually, uh, uh, mm, it's different. Um, it? It's extremely similar. They have them. They they don't. They didn't have a monolith when I was there either. They had the hooks, the for the racks, yeah, the monolith the, hooks, yeah, but the they didn't rogue, have. Rogue hooks, yeah. They didn't have a monolith. That's because originally, the the gym is designed as a bodybuilding gym, so they do bodybuilding classes, posing, cl- uh, you know the. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They do have a and, few machines there. I remember yeah, that our so gym doesn't have. He kind of. He wanted to be a power lifter. Well, the co-owner Ron, the was the body you know Ron Drago, Drago. Yeah, the co. He's a co-owner. Yeah, he is. and he's a bodybuilder. Well, yeah, that's because the other guy had money, yeah. but didn't know anything about fitness industry. Yeah, I have a T-shirt from there actually that they uh, gave me. They were really nice to me when I visited. Oh, they're super nice. Do Do you know the the strongman? Um, the uh, Hatch brothers. Brother? Yeah, I introduced them to Medford. I took wow, them to Medford. That's the crazy. I heard they worked out there, and I was hoping to see them when I visited. Oh, my God. They're the nicest people. They're, they're, they're super. They come to Titan on Saturdays, and Nick is I, – I took Nick to MedFit, and it was like this man's like, oh, big train. Yeah, I did a very different gym before that, but they're super nice. It's so super cool nice. to see a, a gym like MetFit or the one we train at compared to some of the shitholes that I've trained at. Where you can't even do fucking deadlifts, or the deadlift platform comes off the ground because it's it's just so. I will say though that I do enjoy the little garage gym atmosphere. Like there's something about I went I went to a gym in God Minneapolis maybe I don't know some Americans. It was basically some some dude's basement that kind of opened on one side towards like a, a rolling hill. I would love and, that. Like a bunch of really weird. I don't know, metalheads, I was going to say, probably not a correct word. We're working out there with rusted out plates. I'm okay with that. And I love that. And I talked to all these people, and I'm flaming again, as you can see. Nobody gave a shit. Nobody mattered. Uh, like, they all had advice yeah, for me. Yes, like, right. It was really fun. And, and I feel like a gym like Medfit is an industrial facility. It doesn't have that the, Yeah, I get what you're saying. You know? I get like, what you're saying. Titan, my, my, where I go is a little bigger but there's a big sense of community like we go cheer each other on on the, on the meets and there's it's uh, yeah i don't know metfit's a little more sterile yeah i can see that what's the gym that Derek poundstone trains on do you know oh uh, no um i went to a seminar at lightning fitness in connecticut this big strong engine. Wait, was that the is Lightning or, Fitness? That's a really good gym. Uh, I know a few people that train there, like powerlifters. I don't know them, but I know of them. Uh, like Carlos Reyes is a yeah, powerlifter that trains there. He's yeah. a firefighter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's so he's so strong. He's super strong. Um, there's so a lot nice of guy. really impressive people. Lightning's great. I love my first strongman competition. My first three strongman competitions were at Lightning. I love Lightning. I love Matt, the owner. He still owes me a T-shirt, but you heard it now. He Matt Matt is a bit of a frustrate. So <laughs> Matt lives off of lightning, and Matt will shame people on Instagram when they don't re-rep weights. Mm. Matt will shame people when they, uh, you know, went to the bathroom and didn't flush it. That's not a winning and tactic. Matt will charge you twenty five dollars for that and gleefully post about it on Instagram that he did that. You better re-rack or this is what happens to you. 
That's oh, repulsive. Steve Pulsanella does that too. Well, NLO used to do it at the pre. We've had my, the gym. We, I trained at for years. Uh, was first. It was first yeah. began as a um, as a Metroflex. Metroflex oh, yeah, Atlanta. Yeah. Okay, it was. And they they still do. You know, the guy that owns it is Brian Dobson, owns the one in Arlington where Ronnie Coleman trained. He sells that name. And then it became, it was bought out two people later and it became Muscle City. The guy that owned it, he was the owner that cared the most. He put a lot of money into it and he has another gym not far from here that actually turns a profit. And he really bought our gym to basically improve and flip. And that's what he did. And these guys bought it, and they didn't give a shit about it. And they were 